Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. You can get in touch with me, WhatsApp and text 086 1800 658. Here's Paul Simon. A man walks down the street, he says, why am I soft and You can call me Al. Paul Simon kicking us off this morning. You can call me Sinead. I'm here till 1. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. Good morning. Hope you're keeping well. I'm distracted here because I, I'm looking, surfing the internet, as is my want in the morning, scooting around to see what's happening in the world. And I've come across this and it's just reached a whole level of bizarre, really, is what I'm going to say. Because, you know, I'm all for well-being and particularly when it comes to, you know, something like a spa treatment where it involves a bit of relaxation and self-care and all of that. But I've... Yet to come across something like this now that would stop my in, in my tracks when it comes to a spa treatment. This is amazing. You can now swim in a pool full of red wine. I'll just repeat that again now. You can now swim in a pool fill, <laughs> full of red wine. Now we all know drinking a glass or two is amazing, but one spa resort has taken this specific feeling of relaxation with a little glass of vino to a whole new level. They filled a pool with red wine. Of course, it's not in Ireland. It's the Yun Sun Spa Resort in Japan, and uh, apparently this is the spa theme park that allows its customer the chance to wind down in a way we didn't exist, I think existed. (laughs) Uh, This is just mad. So, you know the way like you'd go into a spa and you'd go, right, you'd get your spa treatment and then they might send you to like a plunge pool or a hot tub or something like that. Well, here, the hot tub is filled with Merlot or Bordeaux. (laughs) This resort, uh, it's a unique wine-themed experience, but it's not for no good reason, right? Because these wine baths uh, apparently have anti-aging properties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) For the skin, because uh, apparently something called Reservatrol, which I'm sure isn't made up, in the red wine can keep skin looking youthful. Oh, and apparently this vino therapy, which I'm loving, was first said to be done by Cleopatra, Queen of Egypt, as part of her routine. I mean, she was all about the decadence. She really was. Uh, however, you can um, only bath in the red wine. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't drink it, right? Uh, servers are on hand to pour fresh glasses of wine from a 12-foot bottle. Because, of course, you know, 12-foot bottle. Uh, this isn't the only hot tub filled with unusual liquids. There are also hot tubs filled with coffee. Ah, now. Ah, come on now. Seriously. Also, sake. Because, like, would you not come out of it like that? Stumbling. Like, I know you're not allowed to drink it, but would it not just sink into your pores and make you a bit worse for wear? But there you go. Uh, according to their website, the coffee hot spring bath is the first of its kind in Japan, where a coarse coffee brewed at a low temperature from a hot spring can reduce fatigue and beautify skin. The green tea hot spring pool helps to improve circulation and improves the appearance of the skin, whereas the sake pool feeds a steady drip of the liquor from a huge barrel to fill the atmosphere <laughs> with a comforting aroma. Oh, yeah. I tell you, the Japanese, they know how to do it, don't they? They know how to <laughs> have a spa treatment and style, let me tell you. I mean, seriously, some of the things I find online, there you go. Like, that's just stopped you in your tracks now on a Tuesday morning. Swimming in a bath of red wine. Having an L plunge in <laughs> full of sake or coffee whatever and apparently it's all great for you but hang on now a second don't the experts always say I know too much coffee's bad for you too much wine is bad for you and I don't know what they say about sake now I'm sure that's bad for you as well they're making you swim in it surely be to God there's like a counterclaim on this that it's not actually good for you but there you go anyone heading to Japan for their summer holidays there's your to-do list now there's your itinerary swimming in the pool of red wine <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, anyway, that's enough of that wackiness now for this morning. Um, we are going to be talking shortly uh, about bad behaviour, but bad behaviour in our dogs. OK, so if your dog, you know, is chewing things where he sh- shouldn't be chewing or maybe he's, you know, not listening to you, he's disobedient, barking all the time. Isn't there always that one dog as well in your estate that's barking? I bet you if you listen right now, he's barking away there. This is what we're talking about, okay? Because uh, the dog behaviourist will see you now. Oh yeah, she's on the lookout for misbehaved dogs and their owners. It's for a new series for RTE. Uh, It's an Irish language uh, series and we're going to be chatting to Paula Doohan all about that very, very shortly on the programme. And I want to give you details of a great competition that we have lined up as well for you today. But first, back to the music. Here's Miley. There's Miley Cyrus, Midnight Sky on LMFM's 11 to 1. I have to do a big shout out, okay? This is coming in on 086-1800-658. It's coming in from Robert. He says, hi, could I ask for a shout out to my lovely nanny, Alice Moran? Ah, sure, I know her well. She's there in Bally Park and Drogheda. He's there. (laughs) And he said in his first message, he says, from her favourite grandson, Robert. And I says, ah, listen, you can indeed have the shout out, no problem. But can you verify... This is very important. Can you verify that you are, in fact, the favourite grandchild? And he says he's there now painting her garden fence as the favourite does. So he is absolutely qualified to say that he is the favourite grandchild. (laughs) Painting the fence, fair play to him. Uh, Fair play to you there. And I will do a happy shout out. Happy Tuesday to you, Alice. I know you're listening regularly. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the company there with the grandchild and the fence will only be spotlessly clean now and freshly painted when he's finished. Make sure he does a good job, you know. Keep a watch over him there as well. And we'll keep the music going for him so the painted can go quickly for him. Uh, Thank you so much for that message. I love to hear 
hear from you. As you know, what are you doing today? What are you up to? Let me know. 86 658 Now, I have a great competition all this week. I have teamed up with the newly refurbished Ardboyne Hotel. I want to give you a nice night away. I do. I think you deserve it. I'm going to give you all the details of that competition after these. 11 to 1. Oh, it's about time you had a treat, isn't it? It's about time you had a nice night away. I want to give you that today. I really do. One of Navin's most recognisable buildings, the Cusack Group-owned Ardboyne Hotel. It's just gone undergone a big refurbishment with a new lobby and reception area. There's upgraded luxury rooms and new and exciting menus and food options. So to celebrate this major upgrade, all this week we have some lovely prizes to give away, both here on LMFM and also through our Facebook pages. So all this week I'm giving you the chance to win a night stay for two with breakfast, dinner and a bottle of wine. Oh, come on now. That's a great prize. And it's very, very simple to win. So what we're doing is, seeing as it's summer and the weather is nice at the moment, we're going to focus on staycation memories, OK? So forget about going abroad. Listen, the, the airports are jammed anyway. Forget about it, right? We're going to take a trip down memory lane to your favourite staycation memories, right? So it could be a memorable summer holiday they had in Ireland from your childhood. Maybe your family rented a caravan somewhere. It could have lashed for the week, but you all had a ball anyway. Or maybe you had an adventure driving around the Ring of Kerry I want to hear your staycation memories, okay? And I've had plenty of them. Oh, I had great trips. Great trips. Always remember a fantastic trip uh, during my childhood to Portrush. So much to do there. Oh my God, fantastic. This is what we're talking about, okay? I need you to tell me where you went, what you did, why it was good, why it was memorable, okay? Staycation memories. Memories in Ireland we're talking about. And all you have to do is send them in with your details to 86 658 Couldn't be simpler. Simpler, even. <laughs> simpler. Um, we're going to pick a finalist every day this week and the overall winner will go off on that lovely trip on Friday. Okay, so staycation memories. Where did you go in Ireland? What did you do? Why was it good? 086-1800-658, please. And we'll pick a finalist very, very shortly. Now, uh, we were asking, what are you at? What are you up to? for the day and I did get a message here uh, in on 086-1800-658 it's from Rachel she says I'm here chilling uh, with a coffee Sinead the kids are at, at the summer camp thanks be to God can you play a bit of Harry Styles so I can relive the concert I live to serve here he is hello I'm there's Harry Styles, as it was, especially for Rachel, who's relaxing this morning, as she should, because the kids are at the summer camp. We are talking about holidays. Uh, a lot of people coming in with the nostalgia, which I love, on 86 658 childhood holidays, that kind of thing. It could just be last year's holiday. Maybe you went away last week somewhere in Ireland. Doesn't matter. I just want to hear about your staycation memories. And there's a fantastic night stay, plus a meal and a bottle of wine up for grabs and breakfast as well in the lovely new Ardboyne Hotel. Hotel. So this is coming in on 086-1800-658 from Pat Bennett. He says, for nine summers in a row, we stayed on Inish Pier. Always cold and rainy, but loved the island. <laughs> yes. Oh, like, listen, that's a, a, a memorable spot, I would say, and a really picturesque spot as well. But I know in the rain and all that, it's not that great. But thank you so much for that memory. Uh, Sinead, uh, 
uh, I'm from Cavan but as a kid we always went to Clarehead every single summer for the holidays family of six in one small caravan don't know how we did it but best of fun spent all day at the beach that's coming in from Colette this is what we're talking about keep those coming in it could be a childhood summer staycation it could be a staycation you went on last year or last week doesn't matter we want your memories 086 1800 658 there's the cores. don't say you love me Oh, this is a great message coming in from Bridie Clark on 086-1800-658. She paints the scene of what she's doing so well. The neighbour's washing is blowing gently. My yard needs a sweep. Jobs will get done. But for now, I'm sitting on my new garden swing, sipping a coffee. I'll enjoy my staycation at home. Bridie, I love it. I can see you there. I hope you're enjoying that new swing and the coffee is still hot outside. (laughs) Thank you so much for sending that in. Now, dog owners, are you at your wits end with your temperamental pooch? Well, uh, the producers of a new successful series are on the lookout for uh, dog owners and their misbehaving mutts. Okay, we're going to be chatting to Paula Doohan. She's animal behaviourist. She specialises really with dogs. We're going to be chatting to her just after these. 11 to 1. Dog owners, are you at your wits end with your temperamental pooch? Well, the producers of the highly successful RTE series Pathy are on the lookout for dog owners and their pooches for a brand new Irish language series. It's called Madri Fui Gloss and experts will help you get your beloved dog back on track. Enlisting the help of vet Ellen Hegarty and behaviourist Paula Doolan, it's a six part series seeing dog owners across the country share footage of their misbehaving mutts to the doggy experts. I'm delighted now to be joined on the line by by behaviourist involved in the series, Paula Doohan. She's with me. How are you doing, Paula? Hi, Sid. Great. I'm good. I'm good. Great to have you on the programme. I'm fascinated by your work, Paula. Tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, and the work that you do. You're working primarily with dogs, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. Mainly dogs. And I have to travel to the dog's house to assess the carry-on. <laughs> it's usually... An owner issue, not a dog issue, you know, because um, when you think about it, when did you ever see a puppy leave its mother with issues? It's when us oh, humans okay. get them. We can mess them up in two weeks. Can we? Oh, my oh, God. We can, yeah. It takes a pup two weeks to sort you out. Oh, Paula. <laughs> and, and then they go for it. Like, But the, the carry-on usually starts around about nine months. That's when they they really at their best at and their... They, they're not putting up with human carry-on anymore and they start to get aggressive for... Right, okay. Have, um, you know, they're constantly barking or chasing yes. cars or chasing their own tails or start to get destructive. They do okay. get destructive. They yeah. do. And, uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the sort of the, some of the behaviour that you come in contact with, but you are the holder of an advanced certificate in canine communication and canine psychology. So really, I'm going to say you're the dog whisperer. How did you get into this line of work, Paula? I hear no, I'm not. I just train people. <laughs> <laughs> it's dogs, the people she trains, train. not the dogs. <laughs> it's human training, I'm at. No, it's, it's mainly... Are showing people how to deal with the behaviour that the animals are at. Yes, and like you, know? you and like you say there, you know, two weeks is all it takes, and things can go awry once puppy is away from his yeah. mother, and then yeah. nine months it kind of ups the ante. But so say, give us an idea then of the of some of the behaviour because like there's there's always that one dog, isn't there as well in the estate that's barking all day long. Like what's that about? 
God, I can relate to that. <laughs> um, no, uh, that, that's just pure boredom. Right. You know, people that have the constant barker, it's normally a dog that is left on its own all day, on its own, pack is gone, they've no structure, they've no routine. People come, they could leave the house at 7 o'clock in the morning, they're not back till 10. The dog's out in the backyard and it's just like, oh... It's so frustrating when you hear the likes of that. Yes, it just go constant, isn't it? Yeah. To some, somebody that shouldn't have a dog. Maybe so. And this is the thing, we're going to get to the root of all this now because the main cause of the bad behaviour you're seeing is uh, is us, the owners. Are we spoiling them too much? Are we not laying down the law with them? Is that what it is? It's not so much laying down the law. Like, you can't force a dog into... Um, how would, you, how would you put it, into submission. Mm. Submission has to be offered. So if you're getting cross, if you're raising your voice, if you're showing aggression to a dog, that dog's going to come right back at you. Nice. You know, they have to want to work for you. Like, I, I go go places and then the man in the house says, I have that dog under control. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is petrified. Right. And he's working out of fear rather than wanting to work. Okay. So there's a big difference between a dog offering to work for you and a dog having to work for you. So have you? It must have been in scenarios then where there was an awful lot of kind of things gone wrong, a lot of bad behaviour. But all hope is not lost. Like things can be rectified if the owner puts in your your tips into practice. Yeah, because I was out there with a, uh, a big, big, rather large. It was a yeah, a large dog there on Friday. I didn't even get to work with the dog. I got as far as the hallway and I got, yeah, I got put in my place. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> the dog, right. So I got a message then about three days later where I didn't work the dog. I couldn't. The dog was just too far gone. Nice. Four-year-old. And um, by me giving them the information, they are putting the information in place. They are doing what I've instructed them to do and they're getting somewhere. Wow. Everything has calmed down. That's amazing. So, And you yeah. thought that the dog was going to be kind of beyond hope, but you said, look, try these yourselves, see how you get on with these tips and the dog is coming around already, which is fantastic. And consistency is key, isn't it, with regards to all of this? Consistency is yes. the key, yeah. Like, who am I to go on and take charge of somebody else's dog? Mm. You know mm. what I mean? So this dog was telling me, you come any further, I'm going to bite you. Nice. <laughs> okay. So you so, scuttled out of there quick as you I can. Scuttled. No, no, I stayed for three hours while the dog was trying to get at me through the door. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's no messing with Paula, I tell you. She, she's determined to make sure that these doggies don't keep this misbehaviour going. So is it like, regard, like what about, say, the chewer? You know, a dog that's going to chew everything from the wood and the skirting boards to your slippers. I mean, yeah. they chew well, everything, chewing, don't they? Chewing is the only way a dog can release endorphins that um, relieve stress. Okay. Right, so if you have a stressed dog, if you have a pup that you have been molly coddling and you've been loving on it and you've been telling it it's so important and then you waltz out the door and leave it in the zone. Of course it's going to chew your skirtings. Of course it's going to chew any wood it can because it's wound up. It can't look after you if you're way out the door. Yes, okay. And that's the only way they can relieve stress. And then we come back after being in the shop. They've destroyed their bed or the chair or whatever and we're cross. Of course. And then this cycle kind of... And then the dog thinks, what and under God is out there when she's coming back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean? suppose your 
putting yourself in the dog's shoes, which we don't do at all. I know exactly where you're coming know, from with this. because at the end of the day, they're dogs, they're canines, yes. they're not humans. Yes, and they're going to do these things, so we have to adapt our behaviour to yeah. kind of to, to treat them. So the producers of Pathy are back. There's a new series focusing on misbehaving dogs. Tell us about this because you're involved with this. It's Madre if we goss. Madre if we goss. Yes, it's kind of like like in the last couple of years there has been a series entries in dogs getting rehomed, mm-hmm. and uh, classic case people have been at home. Yes. All of a sudden they're gone to work. All of a sudden the dog's messed up. Doesn't like being left on its own. And then the destructive behaviour or the, the the classic is a separation anxiety. Okay. You know, so when you have the, that kind of carry on, people are getting fed up. So this is you kind know, of what I'm, you're seeing a lot, this kind of idea yeah. of um, rehoming because of COVID and everything, because yeah. loads of people got dogs in lockdown, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, like and they had 24-7, they had somebody 24-7, and then all of a sudden life has gone back to normal and the dog's in the way. So they can't cope as well. Then, uh, yeah, when the dog starts to show, um, like, could be food aggression, mm-hmm. you know, Constant barking, boundary running, fussy eating, you know, anything, separation anxiety, all that carry on. Then the owners are going, ah, I'm not putting up with this. And the next thing, here, here they go to rescue our pounds. And that's going to just and add to the up. problems, isn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, it really yeah. is. So you're on the lookout for misbehaving dogs and frustrated owners for this series. So you're looking yeah. for people to send in footage of the dog doing this bad behaviour. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how bad it is. Okay. Paula is Everybody not put can off. Be Let me tell you, Paula stayed outside the door of a dog trying to bite her for three hours. There's nothing. <laughs> this woman's fearless. Okay. There's nothing she hasn't seen before. <laughs> well, do you know, I'm actually getting a message as you're talking there on 0861800658. Uh, this person, Mary, saying, uh, when I'm out walking with my dog, she goes mental at other dogs, especially when passing the neighbour's house and my dog is just screeching and barking mad at the other dog. I try to distract her when passing the house and comfort her. Uh, but it's so difficult. Is Mary kind of doing the right thing there or what's going on? Why is she going mental with the other dogs? Well, if, if her dog is going mental and Mary is trying to comfort her, she's actually adding oh. to the issue because if Mary was the right guide or leader, the dog would be looking to Mary rather than deciding he's going to attack the other dog. Okay, so what should Mary do in this scenario then? She has to go back to basics because if things are gone astray outside, there are probably issues in the house. Right. Okay. So Mary, there could be something going on at home that you might have to look at with regards to this. Like maybe does something happen just before you go out for the walk maybe? Or maybe just when you come back or something? too much for the dog. Maybe that's it too. Absolutely. But Mary, if you're interested in this, maybe take a little video of the dog and what's going on. This is what we're looking for. We're looking for footage of your misbehaving mutts we do for this. Uh, Now, it is an Irish language series. Uh, I don't think people need to be fluent in the Irish. Just a couple of fuckle off scale, guys. Yes. (laughs) Couple of fuckle, like myself and yourself, Paula. That's all that is needed. But you're really looking forward to this. At the moment, it's at the call out stages. You will be filming, hopefully, in the coming months but you're very much looking forward to doing this I've no doubt Paula 
that the dogs will be under thumbs straight away. Great crack, absolutely. The following is great crack. Is it? You enjoy it? it? Oh, it's good. You never know what's behind the door. Well, this is <laughs> this is it, and nothing fears, nothing puts the fear into Paula. Nothing can 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 stop you from from sorting these dogs out and restoring harmony. That is for sure. That uh, is the one harmony. <laughs> yes, absolutely, Paula. It's been lovely chatting to you. Thank you so so much for joining yeah. us today. And thank you very much. Thanks a million. Paula Doohan there. It's a really interesting series. It's going to help a lot of you uh, that have uh, pet problems out there, okay? Uh, So what you need to do is you need to send your footage, like I say, send your footage of your misbehaving mutt to pets at bigmountainproductions.com, okay? Pets at bigmountainproductions.com. That's the email. You can also get more information there as well. Uh, Put your own details in. Tell them everything that there is to know about yourself and the dog and you could be getting the wonderful help from Paula there and order and harmony could be restored so pets at bigmountainproductions.com 11 to 1 I have music from the killers on the way for you but first it's time to go back in time LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 774455. On this day in 1960, we're going back in time to this day. It's Etch a Sketch Day, right? So if you've spent many happy hours drawing pictures on the screen, then magically removing them using the plastic slider, you'll relish the opportunity to relive your childhood on Etch a Sketch Day. So, French inventor André Cassan who created this uh, created this me- mechanical drawing toy. It was then manufactured by Ohio Art Company so it was made first available on this day 12th of July 1960 and it was at the Baby Boom Peak. It was sold for $2.99 at the time and it was known as one of the best toys of the area. It went on to sell 600,000 units. It was then entered into the National Toy Hall of Fame. That happened in 1998 and I'd say there's plenty more. It's still on the market. I mean seriously, etch a sketch day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. There's the Killers, Human on LMFM's 11 to 1. Lots of you getting in touch for our competition. We are talking about staycation memories. Good, bad, they could have happened in childhood, they could have happened last week, whatever it is. And uh, it's all for a lovely hotel stay in the Ardbourne Hotel. Uh, We'll be giving you the details of that competition again in the second part of the programme. And I have to say I'm very excited because I'm going to have actual real life in-studio guests in the second hour. I'm very excited. I'm here setting up the microphones. I can't wait. I can't wait to have people in studio. It's my first time in two and a half years having people in, so it's very exciting. And it is all for the very first Boyne International Film Festival, which is going to be happening next month, the 12th and 13th of August. It's going to very much be celebrating homegrown as well as Irish local international short films. So we're going to be chatting all about this with the curators, Frank Kelly and Collect Farrell. They're going to be joining us after 12 News. 11 to 1. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel with you. That's Take That, Rule the World. We are getting back to our competition. 
Great prize up for grabs. And it's all with thanks to Cusack Group owned Ardboyne Hotel. They've undergone a big refurbishment. They have a new lobby and reception area, upgraded luxury rooms and new and exciting menus and food options. And to celebrate this major upgrade all this week, we have lovely prizes to give away here in LMFM and also through our Facebook pages. So do keep an eye on the Facebook page as well. Uh, there's uh, meals up for grabs and everything there. So keep an eye there. But all this week, I'm giving you the chance to win a night's stay for two with breakfast, dinner and a bottle of wine okay in the lovely Ardboyne Hotel it's very simple to win we're talking about our staycation memories so it could be a memorable staycation in uh, Ireland when you were a child it could be a memorable staycation from last week I don't mind we're just kind of focusing on Ireland because you know the airports are mad. Couldn't be going there. Anyway, they're all coming in at 86 658 And a lot of them are going back to the yesteryear. Uh, I used to love going to Mosny every year. We were so lucky. We would rent a chalet out. There was eight of us in the family, but mum would go back out and take the cousins in and stay with us. Best of times, says Anne. A lot of people would have that memory as well, Anne. How do they fit you all in the chalet now? I mean, seriously. They weren't that big, like, for eight people. But you got by. Sleeping tops and tails and everything, Anne. <laughs> Hi, Sinead. We went to Westport camping. Two families only had the one tent. Uh, or sorry, we only had the tent up and it came down in the buckets of thunder and lightning. Not going to bed that night. First ever camping. I realised you'd no backpack, no inhaler, meds, no money, bank cards, no PJs, no clothes. What did you pack in this car? <laughs> camping next morning we were all feeling very low went to Penny's got supplies my daughter who was working sent money to the younger daughter's card we were walking down changed the clothes had the shower the whole lot anyway as I was going to dinner I fell off the footpath sprained my ankle couldn't walk uh, couldn't drive home none of us wanted to stay in the tent but we had to because we couldn't get a hotel Oh my God, holiday from hell, this is surely, that's coming in here. Uh, everything lashed down and rained again, but we ended up having a great time in the end, says Shirley. Shirley, you sounds like a just disaster, but I love it. This is what we're talking about, okay? Staycation holiday memories, whether it was from ages ago when you were a kid, whether it was a staycation from last week, I want to know where you went what you did, what happened, why it was good, 086-1800-658 and we'll pick a finalist uh, towards the end of the show. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. A deleted scene from the Inbetweeners movie has left fans wishing it was included. Fans of the hit programme are gutted that a recently resurfaced scene from the show's 2011 film didn't make the final cut. Does it hurt? Yeah. It's like stubbing your toe really badly for ages on a massive needle. What could be cooler than getting our names tattooed on each other? So we're like blood brothers. Exactly. And plus, we'll always have a reminder of how we had the best holiday ever. It's finished. Oh, what? Gay Neil? No, it's Jay. That says gay, mate. No, it's Jay. Nicki Minaj had to be escorted back to her car before it was safe to enter a meet and greet with fans last night after thousands turned up at a venue in London. The rapper announced to her 198 million followers on Instagram that she'd hold a spontaneous event in Camden. When she tried to enter a cafe, police had to form a wall around her. Jay and China got dumped by their fellow islanders on Love Island last night. They had to decide on one couple to send home and unfortunately it was Jay and China's journey that they cut short. I think it's the worst feeling having to send you know, a couple home. Um, I think we feel particularly bad for the you girls because you've not had long in here to explore connections and you know we realise it's, it's not a, a nice situation for you guys to be in. 
So the couple we've decided to save is Summer and Dami. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yes, it's all kicking off in Love Island this series, that is for sure. And I want to, I'm going to, I know, I know, I'm going to dip into the Love Island pool later on in the show because there's something uh, that's kind of interesting around that. But anyway, uh, back to the present moment and back to the music. Here's John Waite. There's John Waite missing you on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, I spoke about this last week and I played a bit of the trailer, but it's a great excuse to play it again because I'm very excited about this. There's a wealth of great filmmaking talent in the Boyne Valley region. Now, for the first time, there's going to be a festival to celebrate them and their work. And, of course, it's going to be international film as well as Irish film uh, that's going to be covered in this. It's going to be running. It's the Boyne International Film Festival, the very first one, the 12th and 13th of August Here's a little taster now from the trailer of what we can expect. They say a river is silent. Did you ever listen to a river? This river. I think sometimes it whispers. Not because it needs to be heard even wants to be it just holds so many secrets it ripples full of tales you say a river is silent not this river Oh, it's exciting. It really is. We're going to be chatting about the first ever Boyan International Film Festival just after these. 11 to 1. Yes, there is a wealth of great filmmaking talent in the Boyne Valley region and now for the first time there's a festival to celebrate them and their work. The inaugural Boyne Valley International Film Festival is happening this year from the 12th to the 13th of August. It's a two-day event and it'll feature the best short films uh, from around the country and the world with a special focus on films made right here in the Boyne Valley region. The festival is also going to shine a light on the work of talented writer, director and producer Roisin Kearney. Uh, There's going to screen a selection of her short and there's so much crammed in let me tell you to this two day event with plenty for everybody to enjoy I am so delighted in studio are the wonderful curators behind this acclaimed Drada based filmmaker Frank Kelly is with us and also the wonderful director of Drihad Arts Centre Colette Farrell you're in situ you're hello. In- hello hello great to be back live Sinead oh it's great to this have you nice. here faces real people real people <laughs> and faces two and a half years talking on the phone and you're actually here in studio so so glad to have you but tell me because I have known about this for a while mm-hmm. and I was so excited when you told me about this first but where did the idea for this film festival come from? Um, it kind of grew out of two minds I suppose because <laughs> I was planning I was living in America working at Apple doing the whole corporate America thing not enjoying it I wrote a manifesto it was called the Escape Plan and on it was a bunch <laughs> of stuff one of them was a film festival and when I decided to go back to Ireland I said I'm going to do a film festival in Drogheda um, I emailed as soon as I had that thought I emailed Colette that was like five years ago. Yeah. And I think when we when I moved back, we met. 
and we'd she had been doing the same she had the same thought yeah. as well we kind of it was one of those zeitgeist moments I just started in the art centre again it would have always been in my head do you know what I mean looking forward and planning it would be great to have um, a film festival and I suppose we started planning then when we got together and we were very clear on the name as well in the mm-hmm. sense that we very much wanted to be it to be a flagship regional festival so the Boyne Valley International Film Festival and we started to to kind of tease it out then kind of before covid and kind of covid stalled it but it gave us a bit more time maybe to tease it out to look at well what's the identity of the festival it's the Boyne Valley region firstly it's uh, there's going to be a focus as you said on uh, filmmakers in this region but also a national and international profile and i guess frank as well i mean his experience of programming for the San Francisco Irish Festival mm-hmm. and between our attendance at festivals as well like not only in Ireland, but uh, across in other places uh, across the world. You know, I think we had a very clear sense yeah, of yeah. what we expected from filmmakers, what we wanted to do with audiences as yeah. well in terms yeah. of that connection. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've been making films for 20 years and going to festivals for 20 years. I've been to some really great festivals and some really bad festivals. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a list, a long list of things we wanted to do. And you things, had a long list. Yes, things we didn't want to do. <laughs> You know, and it just kind of grew out of that. And, yeah. then, and then adding, as you said, the, the identity of the Boyne Valley, yeah. which was key. That was kind of like, hey, what are we going to do that's different? Yeah. And the clue was in the title. It was the Boyne Valley because that's, it's our region, you know. It's it's not just the Draw the Film Festival. It's, yeah. It's reaching out through, through me, all, following the river all the way down. All the way. All the towns, Trim, Navin. Ashburn even. Kells, Athboy. Yeah. You know, we. this is our introduction to the world, I suppose. It's saying... This is us. We're here now. Yeah. So we want filmmakers from the region to kind of connect with us as well. You know? Absolutely. And the world as well, I suppose, because we live in such a beautiful region. We do. And we're very conscious of that, of the, you know, the the, the heritage and, and the, you know, the iconic kind of, you know, heritage sites. And that, you know, as we grow the festival as well, it's in Drihid this year, right? But the plan is that next year it'll spread out, you know what I mean? And we'll screen in other areas, both in venues and in other parts of the region. So it doesn't always have to be in a cinema or in a, in an art centre. You know, yeah. there might be outdoor kind of screenings and, and, and things like that this year. And as we do that and grow it, I suppose this sense, we want it to be a destination festival as well. So that, you know, you're, you're coming to the area, you're, you're, you're seeing a fantastic programme um, of, of films like local, national and international. But maybe you also get to experience the beauty of the area like go oh, and draw a mural it's a tourism, tour etc uh, mm-hmm. fantastic uh, boost for tourism locally it really is and judging from that wonderful trailer oh, that yeah. really has to be seen people by the way as well uh, it's it's absolutely gorgeous like it completely showcases yeah, the Boyne and all in all its glory there yeah. but we have to you know no festival like this could get off the ground without support Colette and I know that the Loud and Me the Arts Offices and the County Councils love Draw the Bids so vital that people like these organisations coming on board to support oh yeah no absolutely I mean you know, I'd been kind of mentioning it in, the, in in my arts council applications annually for years. Do you know what I mean? And it was never happening. So it's great to be able to now to to have it happening. And again, you know, Loud County Council uh, Arts Office there, Moya 
and also uh, Gerardette over in Meath Arts Office. And also as well, that kind of connection, I suppose, with the business community and, and, and Trevor uh, Connolly in, in Love Draw to Bids. I mean, we had a brilliant time working on the Draw to Mural project and we, were, myself and Frank, were kind of going this year, OK, we're doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, kind of approaching Trevor and going, well, maybe can, can you give us a little bit of support, you know, whether it's around publicity or connecting with businesses, etc. And, and they've just been fantastic as well. That's fantastic. And, and you know, the, the festival, as you say, it's going to very much have the special focus on the local filmmakers yourself included in this as well, uh, Frank. And I love that you're shining the light kind of on, on the local. So tell us about the filmmakers. I did mention uh, the wonderful Roisin Carney. She's mm-hmm. one that's going to be very much in, in focus. Yeah, she's a filmmaker in focus this year. Uh, I've been aware of Roisin's work for years. Uh, I programmed her when I was at San Francisco and just kept up to date with what she was doing and I've met her personally and she's just a really great filmmaker but she's very collaborative as well as well so she works with other filmmakers other writers like she's a very collaborative person so we just really wanted to kind of showcase her work you know as a collaborator because it, it brings in other films and other filmmakers as well it's not just her work it's Naomi Sheridan's coming in um one of her she produced one of her films uh Caroline Grace Cassidy's yeah. on there as well so it just kind of opens up a whole new avenue of Irish filmmakers going through a producer like Roisin. Um, so, and then in the Boyne Valley region, we have uh, Darren Thornton. Of his, course. Listen, he needs no introduction. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then we have J.J. Uh, Harrington showing one of our older films, which is great because we're reaching back in time because we yeah. want to say, this yes. is what's been happening here. This is our, these are our films, you know. And then as we move forward, we're going to be looking out for new films and new filmmakers. But this is kind of, like I said before, it's, a, it's an introduction. Uh, we have Leah Rossiter, who's a, she's a first-time filmmaker. She's Leah an actress, Rossiter, but it's yeah, her first film. She works with Quintessence, so she's yeah. got her great now. This isn't a premiere of her film, but we're absolutely delighted to show it. And Joe Rooney, Joe Rooney, uh, we're premiering pre- his short. Yeah, we've got, we've got a couple of premieres. Yeah. Uh, actually, my, my film... It will be a primary as well. Yeah. But Joe's film is his first film as a producer and writer. Yeah. With Calm Sexton directing. Um, who else do we have? Well, I think that's, <laughs> is that all the boy? We've got two emerging filmmakers yeah. as well, like yeah. kind of recent graduates. Uh, we're still confirming the second one, so yeah. I won't say yeah. who they are. Well, Martin but that's great as well. to be able to do. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and talking about that, you have a fantastic bursary as well for yeah. budding filmmakers, which I think, you know, for a festival that's only in its first year, getting up and running to be able to give back to the next generation yeah. of filmmakers mm-hmm. is fantastic. Tell us about this now. Well, basically, I mean, you know, part of our programme for the last few years has been a whole bursary programme. So this year, you know, rather than, I mean, we still have bursaries, you know, later yeah. in the year. But we, I thought, you know, with Frank, let's put the film bursary into this. That's where it, it kind of fits. So it's a short film bursary and uh, it's on our website today, drehit.com. And basically we're looking for screenwriters to, to pitch over two pages an idea for sh- for a short film. So, you know, give us the logline, the genre, um, talk us through in a, a kind of 500 word synopsis, give us some kind of character detail and conclude. And then we're putting together a panel and the panel will then shortlist uh, three of the applicants who will then receive a 500 euro bursary and then they'll get to pitch live on the day to the panel and one of them that evening on the 13th of August will be awarded a bursary then a further bursary of 2,500 wow. to actually complete uh, 
their film script. Fantastic. And, mm. you know, look, 2,500 euro, like, Frank, you're, you'd probably have, you know, dollar signs yeah. if I gave you that yeah. to make it. Can a I answer that? What? No, Frank, you can. <laughs> but, well, you know, you're, you're it, used to this. You, yeah. Like, shorts can be made on a shoestring budget. You are the man that churns out short films constantly, you know. And for, for you know, making a short film, you know, something that has to kind of be 10 to 15 minutes long, mm. that presents a myriad of challenges to get kind of a story out there in that yeah. length of time. Yeah. It's, it's the thing about short special films. skill. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is because a short film it's an art form unto itself it's not a feature film packed into a short film or it's not I don't think it's a calling card for a feature it can be but I think it's it's just a very succinct story that tells about a very a significant moment in these characters lives so it's like a pared down lovely sweet little story and uh, the films that we're showing at the festival this year are kind of a great examples of that you know um, and just to go back to the bursary um that's huge. Like I got a bursary last year from the Dread Art Centre, and I was from that I was able to make four short films last year. He's able to make four. I did. I just I divvied it up like I, like I knew I've been doing this for a while, so I knew where the money had yeah. to go. Yes. Uh, and then this year with the artisan uh, residence, um, or the filmmaker in residence that they awarded me, it allowed me that just time to to breathe and kind of explore my projects and write and have that time. Uh, which I think is what this bursary will give to a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, it's very much part of our strategy. I mean, you know, uh, art is at the heart of what we do and artists are at the heart of that. And, you know, supporting artists is one of a key pillar um, in our strategy. So like Frank this year is our artist in association as a filmmaker, who's a bursary recipient last year, you know, and this kind of short film bursary as well is very much tying in with that, you know. And as you say, Frank, you know, giving you the space, you don't, you know, mm-hmm. to have that money and the comfort to do this, to make the film in, in, in your own space and time is, is really, you know, essential. It really is. And as, a, as part of this as well, there's going to be workshops. You're going to be doing a workshop mm-hmm. on uh, your next project, which yes. I'm excited about. And this is, <laughs> this is really exciting because because the audience are going to be really involved in this. It's going to. So one of the actors said it's going to be like a whose line is that anyway kind of thing. It <laughs> <laughs> might be it. a more dramatic version of that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. I want to open up how I do things, what yes. I do in my process. Uh, so I'll be talking about the book. Um, that I wrote last so year. Happened to write last year as yeah. well as everything else. Oh today. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll. It's just. It's a way of making films on your on your mobile phone with a very small budget, doing it in one day, one location with two actors making these pared down little short films. So I'm going to be talking about that while I'm doing it live on stage. Brilliant. So there'll be two actors on stage and we're just going to open up the process. Yeah. It's just going to be kind of, might be mayhem, I don't know. But the, the audience are invited to kind of throw in suggestions, kind of say, what what if this happens? What if that happens? You know, I love it. And we'll just yeah. see what happens. Live kind of improving, uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. an audience. I love that. I really, really do. Um, so the program is launched. It's yeah. out there. You've jammed so much into yeah. two days. Can I just say uh, yeah. for the first ever festival festival highlight? What are you guys most looking forward to? Oh my God! Uh, I, I don't know. At this moment, I just I wanted to happen. Do you know what I mean? Because we, we have a really great panel. The the last thing mm. that we're doing is the panel. It's a panel on inclusion in filmmaking, yes, which is a huge topic right now. So uh, we're building a panel right now. We've got some great guests coming in. Some filmmakers and actors are going to come in. Uh, I think that'll just be a really great kind of topic yeah. of conversation to end the festival on. Um, yeah, yeah, no, and, and, and it's very, very important, you know. Yeah. So inclusion in, in, in filmmaking um, in Ireland, but. You know, I'm just looking forward to welcoming kind of filmmakers uh, to the festival. 
and I suppose audiences as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the big thing as well. I mean, we've got a season ticket that we just launched today, like it's 15 euros oh, for the Friday them. night and Saturday. Yeah. And then every programme is only is a fiver this year as well. So we're trying to keep it very, very um, accessible as well. And I guess as well, the, the beauty in a way, I think one of the you know good things about the festival as well is that there's a, you know, there's a filmmaker like in Frank who's actually yeah. curating the festival. I mean, I'm here and, you know, at times he says, what do you think of this or whatever? But, you know, it's very much collaborative, but it's really, really important that there is an artist at the of heart course. of it. You know Absolutely. What I mean? um, and you mentioned tickets. Is drihid.com the best place uh, to drihid. go? Drihid.com is the best place to get everything, like including Frank's workshop. And just to say that after a lot of the programmes as well, we will have filmmakers in attendance who are going to be talking to you, Sinead. They are. As well. I am very delighted and excited to be part of this. I will be hosting Q&As afterwards. Yeah. I'll be looking for lots of audience participation in that as well. It'll be mm-hmm. really kind of, I always love that side of things because you get to kind of, you know, really learn about the process that the, the, the director or the writer, whoever went through. So it's always really interesting to do that. I'm excited about this. I know you guys are excited. I wish you both the best of luck with it. I have no doubt that it's going to be a really strong festival that's going to continue for years to come. Thank you both so, so much for joining me today. Thanks, Thanks a million, Sinead. 11 to 1. Just to remind people, drihid.com, okay, that's where you're going to get all the details of the Boyne International Film Festival. And if there are film uh, makers listening in and you're thinking, oh, I'd love to be part of that, check it out. Check it out on drihid.com as well. And they'd only be too delighted to hear from you for maybe next year. Because uh, <laughs> let me tell you, the programme is fairly jammed for the 12th and 13th of August. Going to be returning to your messages about your holidays, your staycations in Ireland for our competition very shortly. First, here's Robert Miles. Classic Robert Miles, children on LMFM's 11 to 1. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. And Lacarney Dental Care, 41 Fair Street, Drogheda, requires an experienced part-time dental nurse. Please send your cover letter and CV to info at angelacarney.ie. McDonald Bus Hire requires a bus driver with a full D-Clean licence. Please apply to info at mcdonaldbushire.com. Downey Furniture Design requires a cabinet making slash general operative with two years experience. Please email downeyfurnituredesign at gmail.com and don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search There's Niall Horan and Anne-Marie with our song on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now we want to give you a really nice prize. It's all in association with the cruise. Cusack Group owned Ardboyne Hotel. They've undergone a big refurbishment with li- new lobby and reception area, upgraded luxury rooms, new and exciting menus and food options. And to celebrate the major upgrade, we are giving you the chance to win a lovely night stay for two with breakfast, dinner and a bottle of wine. And we're asking you to share your staycation stories. It could be a staycation from this year. It could be a staycation from a while ago. It could be a staycation from, you know, childhood, whatever. 
whatever. And you're coming in on 086-1800-658. We have Tia in Carrick Macross. She says, I was eight on holidays in Betty's Town. It was in the sea. Lots of seaweed around. I walked out of the sea. Everyone started screaming. Sure, I ran thinking something was in the water. It was me they were screaming at. It wasn't seaweed around my ankle, but a jellyfish. Oh, my God. I hate them. Hate the jellyfish. Oh my goodness me. Hopefully you didn't get stung too badly, Tia. Thank you so much for that. I always remember going uh, to our local beach, Shelling Hill, with my parents. Uh, Back then we didn't go on holidays. My mother baked a cake and we had sandwiches, big blanket, and it was just great. Beautiful weather to top it. Sure, you wouldn't buy it ever again, says Shirley in Kilcurry, Dundalk. Sometimes those ones are the most memorable. I remember we had a year where mum and dad were like, well, we just do a day here, there and everywhere around the place. And we were like, ah, grand. And we actually had great memories from that holiday. I always remember it. I always talk about it. It's the simpler things, I tell you. It really is. Um, dear Sinead, a couple of years ago, my son got married in Ballycastle in County Antrim. It was the bride's house and marquee wedding. It was beautiful. The sun shone on that day in July. The marquee overlooked Rattlin Island. And we had sun uh, shining over the sea. We had a beautiful holiday after with family and friends. Some now departed, but wonderful memories. That's coming in from Olive in Drogheda. This is what we're talking about. We're going to pick a winner very shortly. If you'd like to get in, or a finalist, I mean, a finalist today. If you'd like to get in on this, send me your staycation story 086 1800 658. 11 to 1. Now, I just want to let you know, So Sand Ireland are organising a family fun day fundraiser. It's going to be held in the Newtown Blues Grounds, Sunday the 24th of July. So not this week, but the week after. Starting at 10am, all proceeds obviously going to So Sad. You're invited to bring the family and friends to enjoy the day out. Uh, from young to old, there's lots of fun to be had. There'll be market stalls, face painting Jojo by Jojo Bubbles and Emily Riley. Arts and crafts, uh, music as well. Lots of fun and games. And there'll be a coffee box, uh, barbecue steak and uh, burgers as well as cappuccinos and everything else on the go so if you check it out it's on uh, the details are on sosadireland.ie forward slash family day and as we know SoSad is such a fantastic organisation working here locally and nationally uh, that need our support so that's happening on the 24th of July in the Newtown Blues grounds now getting back to our competition this week Yes, you want to send you off on a lovely night stay with Cusack Group owned Ardboyne Hotel. It's just undergone a big refurbishment and we want to give you a night stay for two with breakfast, dinner and a bottle of wine thrown in for good measure as well. We're asking you your staycation stories this week. And I have a finalist. I'm going to pick a finalist every day this week with an overall winner on Friday. Now, I'm not sure who this is from, but this is coming in. Myself and my husband are home at the moment on holidays from Australia for his 70th birthday. We booked a family holiday on the Shannon. Lovely. I got COVID. I'm home alone while the family are cruising around the Shannon. I tested clear this morning, would you believe? And they're on their way home. So I had my staycation alone. Oh, texter. Look at you're going in the draw. You could have a lovely, not a gorgeous stay in the Ardboyne Hotel. Stay tuned to LMFM all this week, okay? Friday we'll be revealing the overall winner, but you're going into the draw. We'll be in touch with you after the programme and hopefully the rest of the staycation goes to plan. COVID, it's everywhere. It's just still everywhere, isn't it? We have to stay safe out there. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. 
Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 222 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 